Welcome to the Life Handmade Podcast with Scrapbook.com. This is the show for paper crafters, and I'm your host, Stephanie Foster. You can watch today's podcast by visiting this episode's podcast page on Scrapbook.com or head over to our YouTube channel. And today we are excited to be joined by Jamie Pate. Welcome, Jamie. Thank you so much. We're so excited to have you. Jamie is a paper crafter who can truly do it all. Whether it's cards, scrapbooks, planners, or memory decks, Jamie has a project that you can learn from. And fun fact, before we jump into <laughs> our episode today, um, this is actually the second time that we are recording this podcast, right? Yes, it is, actually. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of got a warm-up version before, yes. but we had some technical difficulties, mm-hmm. and we decided we knew that Jamie was coming in here in January to scrapbook.com, and we thought, well, she's going to be on site. Let's go ahead while she's filming some episodes for our, our channel. Let's have let's do the podcast in person. So right, this is actually even more fun to have yes, you here. Yes, it is. It's quite a treat for sure. Yeah, we are excited. So you just got done filming a series for us, and we're so excited to see it. It's kind of for Paper crafter for beginners, is that right? Basically, yes. But I promise there will be tips and tricks that everyone will want to learn from because if they've seen your work, it is gorgeous. I love your style. Um, Tell us a little bit about what you just got done filming here. Um, Exactly what you said. It is some paper crafting for beginners, some card making, um, some adding a little bit of extra something to a page when you're not really sure what to do. And it's building a page from the bottom up. And I just try to lay it out just as doable as possible because I just think people have much more fun doing that for sure. So, Well, that's neat. And if anyone has seen your um, projects that are uploaded in the gallery, again, if you want inspiration, go look at Jamie's gallery. Tell us a little bit about that. You've been uploading since 2013. That's what I hear. That is crazy. (laughs) That is crazy. Yeah, you've got what? I think it's over 1,500 projects now. I haven't counted. I didn't know that. Yes, I just (laughs) could scroll endlessly on your page. So tell us a little bit about that. Um, Well, I think that's what the whole gallery is like, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, You can find yourself just scrolling on that page again and again. And there's so much inspiration to be found there. And a lot of times, um, I know for myself, I'll see a new product or I'll see somebody having used a product. I'm like, oh, I want to go check that out. So I'm going to scrap.com and go look for that item okay. in the store. And then you have project after project that has been posted by paper crafters all over the world, literally. And you get some really insightful ideas on how to use a product or even... I never thought of that. And so you're just inspired to play and um, have a go at it. So gallery is a must uploading activity for everybody. Um, Just be willing to put yourself out there and uh, upload those and share your inspiration with other people. Yeah. We all love it. Everyone loves it. And I also love that like when I'm looking at yours, I can click and see what products you used. Mm -hmm. So those are the ones I can go because I'm a good copier. So I like to copy (laughs) what you're working on. So super fun. But it's a great community on the gallery as well. Yes, it is. Yes. There's a lot of encouragement. There's opportunity to give cheers. I love that. I mean, because don't we all need a cheer right now? Right. So um, people are very generous with sharing um, their appreciation for what someone else posted. And um, I just, just go in there, like make it a daily habit. Just spend a couple of minutes in there and just go see what someone has uploaded because it's constantly being refreshed and there's constantly brand new things on there to look at. So yes, go give a cheer. Super fun. (laughs) Well, good. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the crafting world. Well, that started a long, long time ago. I don't 
land far away. Um, I had somebody give me a Creative Memories 12 by 12 pre-made page. And I, I took it as a gift and I already had the mats on there for photos. And so I um, I just added my son's photo who was two at the time. And I said, I really like this. And through the years, my style has evolved a little bit, but it actually then kind of shifted into a lot of card making and stamping. Mm-hmm. And that is something that um, when the kids were little, I get with a girlfriend and um, during nap time, we just get really creative and make cards or kind of redabble back into scrapbooking a little bit after that. But um, that has been a creative mainstay of mine for a very long time now. And I love scrapbooking is really my love because I love telling stories and I love photography and I love all the pretty stuff that goes with it. So um, that's kind of in a nutshell how that got started as a young mom. And actually, when I was um, very young, I kind of dabbled as a school-age girl in hand lettering, calligraphy, had a calligraphy kit. Yeah. Had a camera at a very young age. It was like Kodak Insta camera. Uh It's like super simple and basic, right? So I've always had some kind of hand in that Mm -hmm. from a very young age, and it's just stayed with me. That's wonderful. And you you really do it all. Like I said at the beginning— Um, you don't just have one little focus. You've you've done it all from card making to layouts to, um, ta- I mean, your tags are beautiful. Mm-hmm. Your your planners and and everything that you put out just is inspirational. I think so. Thank you. Yeah, I do double in a lot you of do. things for sure. Um, I just love it all. I think they all play into each other. Somehow, a scrapbook page can be evolved into a card mm-hmm. or even a tag or you just don't have a lot of time to make something, well then play with the tag for a few minutes. Be creative, at least sometime in your day, and tags are a great way to do that. Then you can throw the tag in your planner (laughs) because that was a creative moment in your life and you want to record it. And it can be part of the story, even just the simplicity of a a layered tag like that. So yeah, absolutely. I guess I do do a little bit of everything. You're definitely creative because I love the videos that you've uploaded even for Mm scrapbook.com where you know, you take a die and we see it used one way, but then you have a totally different idea on mm-hmm. how to use that. So mm-hmm. that's true. Yeah. Because there's, uh, I love that. <laughs> I love like, let's, let's take these a little bit farther. And what are some fun, unique ways we can, um, you know, can we make a stencil out of a, di- of a out of a die? Yeah. And so I'll do that. Um, so yeah, I, I, I guess I do do that a little bit. <laughs> you are not wrong. <laughs> well, let's go back. You mentioned the importance of telling your story. Mm-hmm. Why are you so passionate about that? Uh, telling your story, one of the things about uh, telling our story is that it leaves evidence of our existence. And we all experience uh, time just flies. I mean, we barely all can remember what we had for breakfast yesterday. And so taking the time to take a photo and to document that, write about it, tell about it, um, you're kind of putting a stamp in time. It, it's like a time stamp, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it doesn't matter if that is told in a traditional journaling way. It doesn't matter if you bullet point your your thoughts. I hear a lot of times from people, it's like, well, I'm not a good writer. It doesn't matter, it's for you. It's for you to remember, um, do it for yourself. Um, storytelling passes on a bit of a legacy, if you will, to those who come behind and, and read it and look at your pictures and see that point in time as well. So it's something to leave behind as well. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of an, encompasses what storytelling is to me and why I think it's so important. 
Yeah, I love that. And and I see a lot of your your memory planning that you do as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's important too. I've, I'm a big fan of that as well. And I think when you take the time to record something or document, it's like you get to relive that moment and appreciate Absolutely. it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it becomes a little bit more permanent. Um, and to that point, now that we are redoing this podcast, when we did this the first time, it was early in December, and I didn't share this at the time, but things were kind of just hop skipping along fine in our family at that time. And as I took some time here in the last week to work on um, some memory planner pages from December, it really struck me because within those four weeks of time, um, my mom has been diagnosed with leukemia. Oh, and as so I look sorry. at what we were doing or a picture that was taken early in December, and I'm, you are just struck with, wait, how did we go from there to now we are in a completely, and you forget that you actually had that moment before. Yeah. That moment before was so important. It meant it meant more to me, obviously, and and it should always mean more to us. But even that is its own story. It's like, wow, you are taking for granted what is in your life, yeah, because you have no idea when it's not going to be there anymore. It's and so that true. might sound a little melodramatic. I don't think it is. I don't think the last couple of years we've come through that that's a thing to take lightly at all. It's very serious. So it it resonated with me in a very real way just this last month even that no everything matters everything i can write down matters even if i go back and reprocess it at some point and take the time to read that again it means something to me brand new and fresh at that time absolutely well we wish the best for your mom thank you so sorry she's yes. having to go through that well what advice you've got some great tips for our listeners when it comes to documenting their story and maybe how they can get started or what they can focus on mm-hmm. so the first one that you have centers around the photos mm-hmm. can you talk a little bit about that um boy just remember to take the photo yeah <laughs> what too many t- you're like yes. me right i just completely forgot to take that photo for whatever reason i've had I heard very recently that we never regret taking too many photos. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Um, we can weed through and edit out what we don't need, but just remember to take the photo. Um, they are very important. They, We've always heard, you know, a photo says a thousand words and um, it's more than words. It's like emotion. Yeah. Um, it is uh, It is just keeping time still for a moment. And not that we want to live in our past. It's not that. It's that our past is what brings us to who we are now. It just gives us clear understanding of who we actually are right now. So photos are very important. And photo organizing is very important too. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's one thing to take the photo, but if we're not getting it off our camera or we're not getting it off our phone and it's just sitting in there, it doesn't really do us much good. And so that's the beauty of a scrapbooker is that they get to, they take the photo they print the photo and then it gets to be displayed in a very creative way. And so organizing is super important. And I do try to keep them pretty organized on um, my computer in such a way that I can just pull it by date and tell a story. We'll talk about that for just a second. So how do you organize? (laughs) So do you do it by folders by month and year or how do you, or by people or what, how do you organize yours? Um, It starts by year. And then within the year is each month. And then I, keep it within each week. So week one, mm. you know, would be January 2nd through January 7th, whatever we just finished here. Sometimes I tag my my photos, especially mm-hmm. if there's people in them, because okay. I want to be able to just go do a search and find so-and-so yes. real quick. So I'm um, not always, but it, even just having year and month and week, 
will give a person such clarity. They will, no, I remember when that photo was taken. Here, let me go look for it. That really is helpful. And I encourage that a lot. And then if you do tag, you're just, that's bonus for sure. So um, that's not how everybody does it. It's just what works for me. Yeah. Well, and I, I loved what you said about the photos and it takes you back to that memory. Mm -hmm. Like I have a terrible memory. And so when I even look back (laughs) through my, my children's younger photos, when they were two or three years old, I can be taken back to that exact place and maybe how I was feeling just by looking at that photo. But if I didn't have that photo, I probably wouldn't remember that that happened. Like an everyday type thing. I wouldn't remember that. Right. So not a birthday, not some sort of holiday, but an everyday photo is what you're talking about. And that's what you're so good at is documenting the everyday Mm -hmm. and and journaling what you're thinking about. And um, what is your process for that when you're kind of doing your, your documenting? What's my process for that? Um, That's a good question. Which I guess this goes into your next tip too, about Um, documenting. Pretty much, because as you were saying that, what brought to mind is when you talked about photographing the everyday, there's something that I have basically taught myself to do, and that is to look for the simple beauty in the day. And it can be as simple as my bouquet of flowers on my table or the way the light is shining through a tree. Um, And... (laughs) Again, we don't need to take these and do this because we think someone's going to be impressed by that. It's like what you see and what you capture. And it probably won't be what anybody else captures. It's for you. It could be my cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> you know, it's it really, I just see so much artistry and beauty and those kinds of things. And it really does drive me. Gratitude is a very important part of, um, and again, something I have I've taught myself to do and Gratitude can then prompt a story. Mm-hmm. It can be a real random, so thankful to whatever the rest of that sentence might be. Every one of those little sentences can prompt a story. It's so powerful when yeah. you think about it that way. And again, to to those of my friends who say, well, I don't have anything to talk about. I don't have anything to shit. Like, yes, you do. It's all around you. It is all around you. It might take a little bit of practice. Maybe write one thank you a day. Mm-hmm. One thing you're grateful for a day. How many do you do? Do you do a certain number? I do. I'm up to five a day. Five. Yes. So I don't know how many that is in a year. Can't do the math that well. But um, it is is a a habit that is in my life. And I I have to do it. I have to show up to that. Yeah. And I encourage everyone, um, perspective in life really does come from gratitude and being thankful instead of looking at so much that we might not have or so much that might not be right in our life. You you can find something to be thankful for. Absolutely. It's it's therapeutic, I think. And mm-hmm. it also does, it's a mind shift where mm-hmm. you find what you're looking for. So if you're looking for Absolutely. the negative, you're going to find it. Yes. And if you look for the blessings, they're there. You're so right. it just so. changes that perspective. I love that. Yes, I agree with you completely. All right. Tip number three, keep finding yourself and what creates excitement for you. So how do you do that? How do I do that? Maybe that's the whole why I'm doing everything. <laughs> I keep just kind of moving from um, one little thing to the other. Um, I think sometimes we can play it kind of safe. And, and there's two sides to that. We can play it really safe and we can do the thing we really want to do. And we have found our niche. And we know how to do it and, it, and it. and it works for us just so well. Um, I think it's important to kind of push ourselves into like some other little area. Um, part of the be, uh, paper crafting for beginners, I share some foiling techniques as well. A Mm -hmm. lot of people 
don't know what foiling is, or they might have bought a mink machine and haven't taken it out of the yes. box. Um, They're just intimidated it. by it. They yeah. could be scared to death, and that you could be. Um, and so, I love for myself to kind of push myself. Okay, I'm not real comfortable with this. Let's try it. And so, I want other people to do the same thing as well. And so, hopefully, they'll get some tips from that. A lot of times, when we don't really know what to do, just cut things out. Mm-hmm. Just stamp. Stamp some some phrases. Um, make a decorative border. Just something. Just kind of always be in the creative flow mm-hmm. and continue to go to the gallery and get inspiration. See what somebody has done and say, okay, I can do it my way mm-hmm. and find your way to do it. It's so um, affirming to us to, to, to discover that and to create that and to make that and um, gosh, what, what opportunity we have to um, do that and just be inspired to do that. So that's that's something that I think is important that people keep finding themselves and keep just like, hey, what's the next little thing? And I have a lot of um, people that I talk to in social media that are like, I never thought about it that way. Oh, then, then I'm so glad that I shared that. And then I want them to do the same thing. Now you share what you have done and see who is inspired by you. Absolutely. And and that is what you do so well on your social media. I love that. And I think just that variety, like if you are kind of in a, you know, a slump where you don't know what Mm -hmm. to work on, just even leaving some products out where you can play, Mm -hmm. you know, just to kind of, like you said, just start cutting or start stamping or just start the process and Mm -hmm. see where it goes and and not have such heavy expectations on ourselves of like, we need to complete something or we need, we can just play. Or it needs to be perfect. Yeah. No, it doesn't. Very good. (laughs) Um, Well, that goes into number four, Mm -hmm. which is stop comparing yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, boy, we can really... (laughs) We need to have that emblazoned on our wall. Stop comparing. It really, you know, we've heard it that um, comparison is a thief of joy. It really will take our joy. And it kind of goes back to what I talked about earlier. If we're comparing ourselves, we're not being very grateful for where we are in our own journey. And we're resenting that somehow and thinking someone else is better than us. And, you know, when people put, put their uh, projects out there, be it a layout or a planner page or a card or whatever, the, I, I know so many of these people, they're not doing it because, well, can you see what I did? It's like they want to, they just want to share. Right. And they want you to do and be able to see that you can do as well. So in, in your whole journey of not comparing yourself, leave some room to give you permission, give yourself permission just to play and give yourself permission to just try new things. And if you don't put it out there on social media, that's fine. You don't have, there's no one that says you have to hit you know, click, mm-hmm. make sure it gets posted. You don't have to do that either. Um, but I just want, I just want to encourage people like, don't stop because you see that somebody has done something and well, I could never do that. Yes, you can. You, you can make it yours. Yeah. Make it your, copy somebody all you want. It will never look exactly like mm-hmm. how that other person made. I guarantee I've tried. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, same. I can never be like that person because I'm not that person. Mm-hmm. I'm me and I'm going to do something just a little different or I'm going to have a different photo or whatever. So copy away, but don't compare. Right. Don't think you have to be where you've not lived that person's life to be where they are. Yeah. And you might not want to. <laughs> you might not want to live their life. Yeah. So, yeah, that is such a big message. We have to continue to share with um, ourselves and our kids as well. Yes, really good. And just enjoy the process. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to compare because if you're enjoying the process of creating, mm-hmm. then that's where the joy should come from and yes. not that end result. Like yes. comparing yourself. So I love that. I, yeah, I agree with you. Okay, number five, pressure is not inspiration. Yes, <laughs> I shared that 
later in the, the year, I think it was a December album. And that really resonated with a lot of people. It doesn't matter if it's December album or, or whatever it is. I think there can be a pressure that we have to do a thing and we have to keep up with doing it every day. And I just really was hoping to share. And I did it myself. I'm like, I, I don't have this particular album's need to look like this at the end of whatever amount of days. And I wanted to share that with other people as well. Find what you want this to look like. Find what story you want to tell and tell that one. Mm -hmm. And don't be pressured by whatever you think someone else is doing. You might not be able to keep up. You might be able to completely do even more Mm -hmm. and exceed your own expectations. We don't know. But my message was just to really just take that pressure off. Yeah. Um, And so, again, something we should be reminding ourselves of every day for sure. There are so many options out there of going about a planner or a mini album. Um, There's so much inspiration. Just enjoy that. Mm -hmm. Just enjoy that for what it is. Like one day I just, for whatever reason, just decided to post a a story of my inspiration board. And I didn't really think much of it. It's just like, oh, there's a picture. I'm just going to post that. And people loved it. And I just, it just made me think too. It's like, see, guys, just make stuff and put it up for you to enjoy. That was really the message that kind of came from that. And like this, and to me, it's like, this really wasn't anything special. It's just something I had fun making and put it up on a board. And uh, that was a lot of fun. It kind of blew up and people loved that. Another way of being inspired though, is to um, go back through a scrapbook and see something that I've done in a previous time. Mm-hmm. And like, I thought that was really good. Yeah. <laughs> I should try that again. And um, recreate it. And again, just like if you follow someone else and you want to make their page, um, it, you're not going to make that exactly exact the same one, either. Right. You're going to discover a whole new creative flow. It's mm-hmm. so much fun. So it's like, it's kind of like when um, we have a Pinterest board and we just keep putting um, pins in a board, yet we keep looking for the pins. And like, we have a whole board that's already been curated. We should just go look at it right. and like be inspired and do something. I forget. I'm like, Jamie, you already have a whole bunch of inspiration. Just go look at it and yes. just, just make something from even your own inspiration is a is a big deal. The thing too about um, pressures on inspiration, you know, we as scrapbookers and paper crafters, um, we have a really special opportunity when we do get the time to craft that story for, I call it kind of meditative scrapbooking mm-hmm. where I get the opportunity to tell a story. Maybe it's about a singular person in my life. Um, and it is a time of like a, a prayerful response to maybe whatever's going on in their life. It's this at a etched out time where I can just think about them. Mm-hmm. Um, it becomes a real slowdown in my life of just focusing on a particular person outside of myself and I'm giving them some mental time and giving me some meditative space to just kind of slow down and think about that. And I've been doing that for a long time. And when I kind of get busy and I'm not scrapbooking as often as I'd like to, I I really miss that. Mm -hmm. And I find that it's something in my life that is missing. It's actually missing that time. And, and I hear that a lot as well. Oh, I'm so behind or, oh, I have so much I want to do. And I think what that longing is, is just the time to actually do what they love to do. So I can identify with that quite a bit. And so I love that. I love that aspect of it. And no one could have told you that was part of the process until you actually started doing it. And I realized, wow, this is, 
this is really good for my soul yeah. to, to um, interact with this person in this kind of a way, if that makes sense. Oh, it absolutely does. I love how you describe that with the meditation because it really is like a meditative process when you're in that flow state and you're thinking about them. And I think it ties in your gratitude as well because mm-hmm. you're, you're grateful for that experience or that person or that moment. Um, and it just, I think that's why this hobby is so great for us, just emotionally, <laughs> yes. psychologically, everything else, because we're creating, um, it's, it's helping our mood, but it's also helping us reflect through that storytelling mm-hmm. um, and to really appreciate the whole process. Yeah, beautifully said, yes. Well, what are you working on right now? Is there anything in particular that you are, are working on this month? for example? Um, This month, it's kind of a reboot, Mm -hmm. getting back to the basic storytelling after a busy holiday season. And I've started doing that a little bit and um, I'm glad to return to it. Um, Even though I have some, a lot of stories I haven't told, um, to coin a phrase from Allie Edwards, our stories never expire. Yeah. So it it's never too late to ever get those on the page. I think something I even have posted this week is from Easter of last year. And I'm like, I'm completely okay. It's like, it just doesn't matter. I'm completely okay with that. I'm rebooting my planner. Uh-huh. And I love that. Just that complete fresh start and um, new goals and new ideas and bringing what was learned from the last year into this year and having it there on a page for me um, in, in a documented form. It's just a wonderful way to document mm-hmm. is with a planner. And so that's kind of what I'm working on right now in terms of the paper crafting world. That's so fun. And tell our listeners where they can find you in the paper crafting world and on social media. Um, you can find me on my blog, which is just jamiepate.com. Mm-hmm. And from there, you can pretty much go to any of my outlets. So I have a YouTube channel and you can search that with Jamie Pate Designs. I'm on Instagram, Jamie Pate. And Facebook, Jamie Pate Designs on there as well. So I don't think I'm too hard to find, but maybe. Yes. And Jamie Pate in the gallery. At and Jamie Pate in the gallery with everybody sure. else. There's more than yes. just me in there, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, but you are one of my favorites. Well, that is wonderful. And we appreciate you sharing all of those tips with us today. Very inspirational. You always are, whether I'm just visually like looking at your work or I hear you in your videos or sharing your story. So thank you. Thank you. We do love to close with our question for our guests. That is, what is one of the most meaningful handmade projects you've either created or received? Received. The most meaningful handmade project that I've ever made are have to be my December albums. And to pull those out every year, you almost could just do that and have mm-hmm. a lot of story be told. Because um, that's just like a whole year, you know. And um, those mean quite a great deal to me. I would I would need to have those with me for all time You'll to, to see that progression of life and tradition and celebration. Yeah. Your family is just lucky and fortunate to have you documenting all of these stories (laughs) along the way. I mean it. I hope they appreciate it because maybe someday (laughs) you do a great job with it. Thank you. Well, it has been wonderful to speak with you today. Again, always inspired by you and we appreciate you coming here in person. This has been so fun. It is a complete honor to be here and share with you a little bit. Thank you so much. 
Again, we want to thank Jamie Pate for joining us today. And if you'd like to learn more about Jamie or any of the items we discussed, you can go to scrapbook.com slash podcast for more information. You can also shop scrapbook.com where you can find over 40,000 unique items and is the number one online store for paper crafters. When you shop at scrapbook.com, you'll enjoy award-winning customer service, great prices, a huge selection of products, and super fast shipping. You also benefit from nearly 220,000 real product reviews from crafters like you. You'll find endless inspiration and meaningful connection in the scrapbook.com forum and gallery, and you can even take free online classes too. Be sure to subscribe to the Life Handmade podcast in your favorite app and enjoy our other episodes. Please consider leaving a review for the podcast as it will help other crafters like you to find it. Happiness is life handmade. I drive doodles of eccentric faces in the margin spaces of important